Welcome to episode three of this four-part Oxford Sparks podcast series, Vaccines from Concept to Clinic. My name is Dr. Sean Elias from the Jenner Institute, University of Oxford, and in this episode, my colleagues and I will be describing how we manufacture vaccines for testing in humans. When manufacturing a vaccine to be safe for human use, there are a number of major considerations, including traceability, stability, sterility, and consistency. At the Jenner Institute, the two main viral vectors we manufacture at a preclinical level are adenoviruses and modified vaccinia ancara, MVA. For the preclinical work I described in episode 2, these are made in-house by our vector core facility. We also manufacture protein vaccines here at the Jenner Institute for Preclinical Studies. Whilst preclinical grade vaccines need to be safe and clean so as not to harm animal test subjects or biased results, there are fewer restrictions on the materials and method used in their manufacture. For human clinical grade vaccines, the viruses and proteins must be transferred over to specialised facilities. Adenovirus vaccines and some protein vaccines are actually made here in Oxford at the Clinical Biomanufacturing Facility, the CBF whilst our MVAs are made up by a company in Germany. During a transfer from preclinical to clinical vaccines, there must be extensive records on how the vaccine was prepared and what materials were used for manufacture. Viral vectors are manufactured in cell lines, of which only certain types are licensed for production of human vaccines. It is important that the viruses are highly stable and that mutations do not occur that may alter the vaccine antigen. For protein vaccines, we must ensure that the conditions in which the vaccine is manufactured and stored do not affect the structure and folding of the protein, which could render it less immunogenic. Once this information has been compiled, this, along with the vaccine, can be passed over to the professionals. I'd now like to welcome Emma, who will explain the vaccine manufacturing process in more detail. The Clinical Biomanufacturing Facility, or CBF, is the University of Oxford's Good Manufacturing Practice Facility, licensed to manufacture biological products by the Department of Health's national regulatory body, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency. The CBF complies with pharmaceutical legislation to manufacture new drugs suitable for use in human clinical trials. The CBF is a specialised unit currently concentrating on the manufacture of vaccines for protecting against infectious diseases such as malaria, flu, TB and HIV and has also manufactured two cancer vaccines. The CBF includes a specialised laboratory operating to the rules of good manufacturing practice, or GMP, which means it is highly regulated, allowing products made here to be administered to humans. The Jenner Institute laboratories are a multi-user facility, and many different products are being used at any one time. This is fine in a research environment, but not acceptable for a product to be given to humans, as there is a risk of cross-contamination. At the CBF, the product is grown in a specialist lab where only one product is handled at a time, so that there is no risk of cross-contamination. There are very strict rules on who can work on the so-called starting material. If the scientist has handled an infectious agent earlier in the day, they are not permitted to work on the starting material. Any chemical used has to be of the highest quality and every material used and action carried out has to be recorded. Once we have produced a sufficient amount of starting material, it is divided into three parts. One third of the material is kept in reserve. One third is tested and can be used by the process development team to refine the intended manufacturing process prior to going into the clean rooms. 
The final third is assigned to be used in the GMP manufacture. It is very important that the starting material is of the highest quality and fully characterised before it is allowed to go into the clean room. It has to be sterile, which means that it is free of any contaminating organisms such as bacteria, fungi and mycoplasma. It is also characterised on a molecular level by confirming that the DNA sequence is correct. Some of these tests are performed by the quality control staff at the CBF, but others are sent out to external testing companies. Once it is confirmed that the starting material is correct and of suitable quality for further use, it is transferred into the clean room for GMP production of the vaccine. During GMP manufacture, we follow a set of very strict rules and regulations so that the vaccine is made and controlled to the highest possible quality standards to ensure that it is safe to be administered to a clinical trial volunteer. Throughout the manufacturing and testing processes, the most important considerations are the safety of the clinical trial volunteers and the quality of the vaccine we are making. For example, the vaccine has to be manufactured in a controlled environment or clean room to reduce the number of microorganisms present which could contaminate the vaccine and put the person being given the vaccine at risk. The clean room is constantly being supplied with clean, filtered air whilst the dirtier air is being removed. All areas, including equipment, walls and ceilings, are cleaned regularly to remove microorganisms and particles. In addition, all people who work in the clean room must wear the appropriate clothing, including gloves and face masks, so that they themselves do not contaminate the clean air. Throughout the manufacturing processes, we check the quality of the air to ensure that it is meeting the required specifications for cleanliness. When working in the clean room, every action is recorded and checked from cleaning a chair to weighing a chemical. This helps to identify any mistakes or errors that have been made which may put the quality of the vaccine at risk. Any item which is used in the manufacture of the vaccine has to be checked before use to make sure it is of suitable quality. For example, every pot of chemical used in making the vaccine has to be tested to confirm that what is in the pot is what it is supposed to be. Once all items are shown to be suitable, they are given unique numbers, which are recorded so that their use can always be traced. Once the vaccine has been made and purified, it is filtered to sterilise it and then filled into the vials which will be used in the clinic. This filling process takes place inside an isolator, which is an enclosed cabinet supplied with filtered air. The person filling the vials does this using gloves and sleeves connected to the isolator so that they do not contaminate the clean air inside. The filled vials cannot leave the isolator until they are fully sealed to further reduce the risk of contamination. Each filled vial is inspected. Any vials which are seen to contain fibres, marks or particles, or which do not have tight seals or the correct volume, are rejected and cannot be used in a clinical trial. The vaccine vials are then labelled and stored quarantined in the freezer under strict access control, whilst they undergo their quality control testing. This ensures that a vaccine, which has not been fully tested, cannot accidentally be sent out to the clinic. All products that are used in clinical trials need to be clearly labelled. However, this is not a simple task of just applying a label. Pharmaceutical law dictates the contents of the labels. Before use, all labels must be approved by the regulators to ensure the information on them meets the legal requirements and that the labels can be easily read. Vaccines are often required to be maintained at a certain temperature. 
If they need to be kept in a fridge, then the labels need to be applied by working in a refrigerated room. If they need to be kept frozen, then labels need to be applied to the containers whilst they are kept frozen. This is quite difficult as normal labels will generally not stick to frozen vials. Have you ever forgotten to label something in your freezer and then decided to try sticking a label to the frozen container? More often than not, the label will fall off into the freezer. This cannot be allowed to happen with any medicines as then it is no longer guaranteed that you know what you are giving to the volunteer. Pharmaceutical law is there to protect the individual being given the test or prescription medicine. The end of manufacture when the final vial of vaccine is put into the freezer marks the beginning of the quality control or QC testing process of the product. Two critical objectives must be accomplished by QC. Firstly, the quality of the product manufactured must be demonstrated. Secondly, its safety for use in clinical trial volunteers must be confirmed. A wide range of tests need to be performed by QC to show that the vaccine looks and behaves as we expect. We also need to show that the vaccine we have manufactured is free from anything that could cause harm to the volunteers who take part in our trials. This includes potential biological contaminants such as bacteria or viruses or materials from the manufacturing process itself. Contaminants can do even derive from the production staff themselves who work in the clean room despite working under very controlled conditions. As the CBF is a very small site, we are not able to perform all the QC tests here. We therefore need to work closely with other companies and collaborators who are permitted to do some of the testing on our behalf. All the QC test results are checked for accuracy and to make sure they meet the requirements that we have set for them. To complete the process, the vaccine must be certified by one of our qualified persons, which ultimately means that it is considered suitable for use in a clinical trial. This person will check over all the documents that are generated for each product that is manufactured and will include all the testing results from QC. Once the vaccine has been certified, it can be given a stamp of approval for use in human volunteers in our clinical trials. In most cases, our clinical trials begin soon after the vaccine product has been approved. Vaccines, like most drugs, have a use-by date which is based on the predicted stability of the vaccine product. Typically, a batch of vaccine will contain a few hundred doses and will be enough for a couple of small vaccine trials. If the vaccine is a success, then larger batches may be manufactured, as described. Having a facility like the CBF on site is fantastic for high-throughput vaccine testing laboratories such as the Jenna. There is a regular transfer of technology between the Jenna and the CBF. In one direction, this can contribute to higher quality preclinical vaccine work. In the other direction, novel technology can be validated at preclinical level before transfer and validation at GMP level. In the next episode, we will look at how we design human clinical trials to test our newly manufactured vaccines. It is at this stage where cutting-edge science comes into the public domain, and you, the public, play a key role in advancing the development of vaccine candidates.